Welcome to Centered, an exploration of spiritual practices for everyday living, for ordinary people like you and me. I'm David Dillon, your host today, and I'm excited to lead us in this second practice of imaginative prayer. If you haven't yet heard the introductory podcast on this topic earlier in the week, I'd encourage you to go back and do so. Also, if you're finding these podcasts helpful in your own journey, we would be delighted if you would both subscribe to that, but also share it with your friends. There's a wonderful prayer that captures the essence of imaginative prayer, as we have been talking about this week. It is often associated with Ignatius of Loyola, who we looked at quite a bit in the introductory podcast, but it actually predates him by a couple centuries. It comes from the British theologian Richard of Chichester, living in the early 13th century. And besides the depth of the prayer, I love that it is short, pithy, and to the point. It's an easy one to memorize. The prayer simply said to God is, To see you more clearly, to love you more dearly, to follow you more nearly, day by day. Immersing our whole selves into the scriptures on a regular basis is the best way to live out that prayer. And reading the scriptures with Jesus, letting him guide us, as we try to do in imaginative prayer, is it's a way that uh, the scriptures can come alive for us. Just by way of reminder, we will follow five movements in three readings of today's passage that is found in Luke 4. 14 through 30. Those five movements are rest, imagine, locate, listen, and learn. So to begin, assume a comfortable position and take a few deep centering breaths. Remember that in the Bible, the term used for God's Holy Spirit is the same term that was used for breath. So as you breathe in, imagine God with you and Him filling your whole being in preparation for hearing His Word today. For the first reading, I'd encourage you to imagine, as best you can, what does this scene look like to you? What does it feel like? And that's both physically, what what was the weather like? What was the, the feel in the room? But also, emotionally, what did it feel like? Imagine the scene as vividly as you can. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. He stood up to read and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written. 
The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son, they asked? Jesus said to them, Surely you will quote this proverb to me. Physician, heal yourself, and you will tell me, Do hear in your hometown what we have heard that you did in Capernaum. Truly I tell you, he continued, prophets are not accepted in their hometowns. I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the sky was shut for three and a half years and there was a severe famine throughout the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath, in the region of Sidon. And there were many in Israel with leprosy in the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, only Nahum the Syrian. All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. They got up, drove him out of town, and took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built in order to throw him off the cliff. But he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. Take a few more moments to let your imagination experience this scene. For the second reading, locate yourself in the story. What character do you feel led to become? As the story progresses, pay attention to the feelings that you may experience as you take on that character and experience this scene more deeply. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, the Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. 
He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son? they asked. Jesus said to them, Surely you will quote this proverb to me. Physician, heal yourself. And you will tell me, Do here in your hometown what we have heard that you did in Capernaum. I tell you, he continued, prophets are not accepted in their hometowns. I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the sky was shut up for three and a half years and there was a severe famine throughout the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath in the region of Sidon. And there were many in Israel with leprosy in the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, only Nahum the Syrian. All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. They got up drove him out of the town and took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built in order to throw him off the cliff. But he walked through the crowd and went on his way. Continue for a few moments to let yourself feel the emotions that are in this scene especially from the perspective of the character that you located yourself in. For this final reading, listen to your own response to the scene. What are the questions that you would ask? And then how are the others in the scene responding to those questions? And especially, how do you hear Jesus responding to your questions? Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went to the synagogue, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, 
he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son? they asked. Jesus said to them, Surely you will quote this proverb to me. Physician, heal yourself. And you will tell me, Do here in your hometown what we have heard that you did in Capernaum. Truly I tell you, he continued, prophets are not accepted in their hometowns. I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the sky was shut for three and a half years and there was a severe famine throughout the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath in the region of Sidon. And there were many in Israel with leprosy in the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, only Nahum the Syrian. All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. They got up, drove him out of the town, and took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built, in order to throw him off the cliff. But he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. So take a few moments here to again listen to what Jesus might be saying to you through this scene. The final movement is learn. And so what do you sense is important for you to receive from this time in God's word today? What do you want to take and and remember as you go through this day? Sit for a few moments and you may even want to do this with a pen in hand and and write some things down or later on uh, you could share it with a trusted friend. As we come out of this time of prayer, 
I'd encourage you to take a few more deep centering breaths. And as you do so, possibly thank God directly for this time that he's given to you and the way that he may have spoken to you. As always, it's been great to share this time and this experience with you. And come back in a couple days when we'll have our final episode on imaginative prayer. May God bless you in your journey.